Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Game Time with Manny. This month, we will be talking about the franchise Monster Hunter. Um, It is an odd series to talk about because many people do not like it here in the U.S. and really most places outside of Japan. Uh, But in Japan, it is crazy popular, and I could not grasp it for a very long time, but in 2013, I finally took the plunge and got way, way, way too into Monster Hunter, and now every time a new one comes out, it consumes my life for what seems like months. So that's what we're going to talk about this time. It's game time. Monster Hunter, like I said, is an interesting series. Um, It started on the PS2 in 2004. Uh, It came out in Japan, and it also came out in the U.S. very shortly after. And as far as I am aware, the game did not do super well. Uh, It was put out by Capcom, and it just didn't really take. And one of the reasons is because even at the time, I think it seemed old. And from an outside perspective, if you're just playing it and you don't really try to get into it and you're just like, this looks like a fun game, you hunt monsters, let's do it. Um, The controls, I think, even now still feel kind of outdated and really sluggish. And back then, especially, the camera control was heinous, I guess would be the best way to describe it. It was awful, and I I am a person who cannot stand when camera control in games is bad. Uh, It really bothers me. So, that is why I didn't like the old Monster Hunter games. I actually remember uh, there was a period in like 2007 when I was getting a lot of PSP games, and I tried uh, one of the Monster Hunters on PSP. It was actually... Monster Hunter Freedom 2, which is the one that was released in 2007, uh, and it was on the PSP, and one, the PSP is a terrible console for me personally because it really hurts my hands, uh, and especially in Monster Hunter, you gotta use this weird claw method because there isn't two analog sticks, so you gotta use the D-pad to change the camera, and it just, it was awful. I I could not do it. I tried for about a couple hours because I was looking for a co-op game to play with friends, and I just said, screw this, I'm done, no more Monster Hunter for me. And it's one of those things where, from an outsider looking in, it's baffling because people who like Monster Hunter are so, so, so engrossed in Monster Hunter. They absolutely love it, and they play it for hundreds and hundreds of hours. And I was that person on the outside looking in being like, what is it with this game? There has to be something I'm missing. I don't understand. It's just one of those things where, like, there are cultural things that you see around you and you don't get it. Like, you don't like it, but everybody else likes something. And I thought I was missing something because normally I like these kinds of really niche games. And I I couldn't see it. But I I tried uh, multiple times. I tried with PSP versions and I kind of just gave up. Um, but then eventually the Monster Hunter bug really hit me. It got me in a way that I did not think it was going to. So I remember 
thinking that if Monster Hunter ever came to a proper console, I wanted to give it another shot. And this was in 2013 that the Ultimate Edition of Monster Hunter 3 came out on the Wii U. And now this was a combination of a couple different things. One, I had a Wii U in 2013, and there was nothing to play on it because it was near the very close to the launch of the Wii U, and I was bumming. I needed a cool game to play, so... I saw that Monster Hunter Ultimate was coming out, and I was like, well, the Wii U has a real controller, uh, let me, let me get on this. So I downloaded the demo, and you, you can fight two monsters in the demo, and I don't remember the second one, but the first one is the Lagambi, which is one of the new monsters that was actually added in 3 Ultimate, um, and it's kind of hard to describe the monsters in Monster Hunter, because they are fantasy monsters but they are loosely based in reality so like if you look up a picture of the Lagambi l-a-g-o-m-b-i you would be able to see that it is more or less a rabbit and a bear mixed together uh and i personally think the thing is really cute you can find all kinds of sweet fan art of it online um but i really like the Lagambi. And it kind of just rolls around and, like, will slide on its stomach on the ice and snow, and it can throw snowballs at you and stuff like that. And so I tried this demo, and for the first, like, ten minutes, I wasn't enjoying it at all. Um, because another one of the things that bugs a lot of people about Monster Hunter is is mostly the game design, really. So I guess I haven't really explained the core of it, and obviously, as you may have guessed from the name Monster Hunter, the whole goal is to fight monsters. And what that really means is that each battle is almost like a boss fight. So you will take a quest, and you will go to this area, and there will be uh, multiple paths you can take to go to different parts of this area, but the monster will be somewhere in there, and you have to find it. Um, and then once you find it, you have to fight it. And the thing that bugs a lot of people about Monster Hunter, other than the fact that you gotta find it and there's no information on where to find it, is that the animation priority is huge. So, for example, I use a great sword, which is a huge, huge sword. And it's very slow moving, and you slam it down, and it hurts the monster a lot. But you have to be so careful, because once you start swinging that sword, you cannot stop until it is all the way done. And that's one of those things where people feel like the controls are clunky in that way, but it's more meant to be that way. You have to make sure that each motion you make is purposeful. And like I said, I think that's one of the things that, like, if you're not used to it, that seems like bad game design. But in reality, it's meant to be that way. Whereas, like, I can't say the same thing about how the camera used to be. That That's just inexcusable. But when you have a second analog stick, camera control is great, and it works fine. Um, but then the other thing is the monsters have no health bar, right? So you're hacking and slashing away at this monster for 10, 15 minutes in this demo, and you think, like, what is happening? How is this thing not dead? I have been annihilating it, and it, nothing is happening. And there are no health bars, and that's one of the other things that I think is really cool about Monster Hunter, in that it is like a real hunt, I guess. I mean, when you're out in the woods and you're hunting a deer, it doesn't have a health bar. You don't know if you shot it. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know that, how much life it has left in it or anything like that. So you're hacking away at this monster, but it will have telltale signs. Like, when they get tired, they a lot of them begin to drool, so you can see that. So once it's drooling, you can set a trap or something similar to that. Uh you know that it's tired, it'll go off to try to eat food, 
or something like that, and you can catch it off guard and really get in a lot of damage. Um, but one thing, you know that they're almost dead when they start limping, and that's an almost universal sign for all monsters, but you don't necessarily know what the limp looks like, so it's something you kind of have to learn and look for. And that is when Monster Hunter clicked for me, was I was having no fun, and I saw the Lagambi start to limp away, and I felt like I was in this battle of attrition with it. I had no healing items left, I was kind of battered, and then I realized the thing started to limp away, and I had to go find it again, and that's when I got the fire in me, and I realized that I was like, oh my god, I'm enjoying this game, this game is awesome. I, I felt it for that moment, I knew what people liked in Monster Hunter when I was chasing this Lagambi around, and then you beat that monster, and you feel like a goddamn pro. You, even though it's kind of sad because it's like this cute bunny bear, but you kill it and then you put your knife in there and you carve off the pieces. And in the demo, you don't realize that that is like, that's going to be a main part because one of the other parts of Monster Hunter is you craft all of your armor and your weapons out of monster parts, but that doesn't apply in the demo because you're just learning how to do it. And so I... I played this demo and I had that feeling. I felt it inside me. I knew I was ready for some Monster Hunter. And I I purchased it uh, for the Wii U because it was also coming out for the 3DS. And I was like, no way. There's no second analog stick. Cannot do it. Will not do it. Need to get it on the Wii U. And so I, I liked it and I convinced a couple of friends to get it as well. And they ended up getting it on 3DS, so that spiraled into us spending nights at my house, those two on their 3DS, and me on my Wii U. And actually, we conned my brother into playing with us for a little bit. He We bought a, another 3DS copy, and he played on my 3DS, so we were playing four-player, because that's a maximum amount of players you can have at a time. Um, and we got, we got deep in, man. I... I lost nights to that game that I could never get back. Um, we would play for hours and hours. Like, I'm not even kidding. There were multiple days where we would, like, play for 12, 13 hours straight, sleep, wake up, and they would come back to my house and we would do it again. And that's an awesome feeling. Like, very rarely now, especially, do I get games that pull me that deep in and make me like them that much. Uh, but Monster Hunter has a really addictive quality because you're constantly upgrading your equipment. So, like, you gotta beat monsters a lot of times to get all the parts you need. So, like, say you wanted to get a set of Lagambi armor because that's the one we've talked about so far. I would have to kill probably, like, anywhere between 5 to 10 Lagambis to get a full set of armor and then maybe some more if I wanted to craft a weapon out of it. And that sounds really tedious, but it's cool because... What I, what I end up saying to a lot of people about Monster Hunter, the reason that I actually think I do like it is because in most other games, you can kind of brute force your way to being good, right? You can just mash hard enough or you can min-max in a way that makes it so that you can destroy everything in the game. But in Monster Hunter, there is no real skill upgrade. I mean, yes, you can make your armor better and yes you can make your weapons better but you have to get better at the game before you can do that because each monster is different and it is unforgiving you have to learn each monster's patterns and i think that's one of the things that's really cool about it and why i find monster hunter personally to be so interesting is because 
yeah, you could go in and just slam on the Lagambi with your weapon over and over and over again, but if you're doing it poorly and not learning from your mistakes, you're going to keep taking that damage, and you're going to run out of healing potions, and you're going to die, and you're going to lose that fight. And so then, if you've like gotten hit a couple times while it's sliding on its belly, right, you learn that there is a tell for that, and then you can roll dodge roll out of the way. And there are tells like that for every monster. There are dozens and dozens of monsters in each Monster Hunter game. Usually now they're up to like 80 unique huge monsters. And that's not an exaggeration. Most, Almost all of them are unique. They all have their own tells. They're all different sizes, different types of monsters. I mean, there are like dragons, fish, uh... One is one of the new ones is based on a monkey. There's based on gorillas, tigers, saber-toothed tigers, and most things you can think of. Dogs, anything you name it. I won't keep going, but there there are all kinds of monsters you can fight in Monster Hunter, and I I don't know. Yeah, I just got really deep in, and it bums me out to see people still now talking about how like oh yeah i tried monster hunter a long time ago and it really bummed me out because i didn't like it at all and the controls and the camera and blah 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 and you know what back then i think that used to be fair but there is a certain point where you got to work past the controls you got to realize that some of that is just the game and not bad game design uh and that's kind of tough to do i I know it's easier said than done, but it's one of those things where you gotta really push yourself. And I think one of the key things to get a lot of people into Monster Hunter is that it should be focused on multiplayer. Like, there is a single-player component, uh, and there's usually, like, a single-player story that's kind of, like, weak storytelling, but that's not really what it's about. It's about you and a group of friends working together and going up in the ranks together so like when i play with my two friends still like monster hunter generations came out recently i there were days and days where we played together and we advanced together and so we're still in that same range we're almost actually done with a lot of the multiplayer missions we're on the final rank there um but you advance through that together and like your one of your friends will be like oh we need to fight this monster because i need this part and like that camaraderie is also cool and i think that's one of the reasons why it really took off in japan because i was looking at sales figures and things like that and the game really didn't sell that well when it was originally just on the ps2 as a console game it really took off when they started putting it on the psp and added the local multiplayer feature through the psp's wireless um, so in Japan, that kind of thing works because you're on the train playing or you're commuting and you can play the game and you can get with a bunch of other, a bunch of other people that by that, I mean three and, and fight things really quick. And if you're good enough, you can take it out. Uh, and that, that's really cool. It's cool to have that kind of interaction. Uh, previously, like at the time of Monster Hunter Try, it was only local play. Uh, and then with three ultimate you could play online with just the wii u not the 3ds version so i got to experience the online play but my friends with the 3ds version didn't um and then they moved on to monster hunter 4 and that had really good online play and the newest one monster hunter generations also has very good online play so if there is a monster that you want to fight it is very easy for you to go online find someone who needs the same parts as you and so that you can get get those things that you need and i i oh, 
Monster Hunter is so great. So I personally, I'm very opposed to change in games. So one of the things I always do is I play with the great sword as my weapon, which as I said before, is a huge sword that you can charge up and slam down on the monster and it does a butt ton of damage. Um, but there are many other types of weapons and it's kind of like a fighting game in that each weapon is like you're using a different character or a different class. So we'll take my friend Nukia, for example. He used to use the longsword all the time, and that is very different. You have to use specific attacks to charge this special soul gauge so that you can unleash it and things like that. And it's very different. The button presses all do different things, very different range, very different types. There's a sword and shield. There's a bow. Um, bow used to be very weak. It recently got buffed in the newer games. Uh, I'm trying to think. In 4, they introduced this bug staff, which you, like, spin around and can, like, jump with it. And it has this bug that you shoot off of it that can get these different power-up juices if it touches a monster. And they're all very different. There's, like, 10 or 15 different weapons. And it's cool to have a bunch of different people come together and, like, they each have their own weapon that they are the expert in that they know what they're doing and it's one of those things where you do you do have to learn your weapon you have to know what each button does because like i said there's a lot of animation priority so you have to make sure that each hit counts you really have to mean it and it also is crazy because certain attacks can interrupt other people's attacks so like i use the greatsword which is huge and there are certain attacks i can use that could send my allies flying or knock them out of their animation and that sucks when that happens to you it is a huge bummer so you learn very quickly to not do that uh especially if you're playing online because boy do people get pissy and I think that is another one of the reasons why a lot of people don't get into it, other than the fact that they try to play it solo and don't get into it with a group of friends, because I do think that is very important to getting into it. But the community surrounding Monster Hunter that I personally had experienced was kind of toxic. Um, I remember just looking up basics and things like that, and I had a lot of trouble because it was basically just a bunch of people saying, like, get good, scrub, why would you ask this basic question? And, you know, Monster Hunter is not very intuitive. It has a lot of systems going on. Um, the controls can be counterintuitive at the beginning. There's a lot of crafting you have to do. And the newer games are getting a lot better with this, but there's little to no tutorial in the previous games. Like, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, like, there's basically no tutorial. It's just like, here's all the stuff, get ready, go. And if I hadn't watched a bunch of tutorial videos, I never would have been able to figure that out. And recently, now that the games have been getting more popular in the West, I've noticed people being a lot more friendly. Like, if you go to the Monster Hunter Reddit, you can interact with a bunch of people who all are super helpful and would like to help you out and help you get into the game. But there are still those people online, especially, that are just assholes, right? So... Each Monster Hunter quest generally gives you a time limit of 50 minutes. And... If you go online with a group of people, or just in a regular quest, you have a limit of three deaths. So you die, and you faint, and you wake up in the bed back at the camp, 
and then you would be able to go back out onto the field and fight. And what sucks is, like, sometimes monsters have one-hit-kill moves, or, like, you've never fought this monster before, and it did something that surprised you, and you thought you would have time to heal, but you really didn't, right? So, what'll happen, and I've se- I saw this happen a lot in 3, and I've seen it happen in 4, and now the new one, Ultimate, is you will... someone will die... And then someone will immediately quit the party because they're like, ah, wow, I can't work with these people. They suck. And like that kind of thing is that sucks because it makes the person who died feel terrible. And it makes it just makes it seem like that the community is a bad is bad, which which is not the case. I've been in with plenty of people who helped me farm tons and tons of parts and didn't leave even after they had their parts. Or like you die and they say like, oh hey, like next time maybe try this or like be more careful. And in the Wii U version, that worked a lot better because you could have voice chat. In four and generations since they're on the 3DS, uh, there is no voice chat. You kind of just have to use text chat. And while you're fighting a monster isn't exactly the easiest time to do a text chat. So it's it's kind of difficult to communicate, but somehow people still find a way, and that's that's really cool. And it's communities like Monster Hunter where people are so passionate about it that you do get people who are really cool, and then you get people who are the polar opposite, who are like, yo, this game is my jam, and I've got this noob coming in who doesn't know what they're doing, and I... I should treat them like shit because they're not as good as me. And, like, that that sucks. That's the kind of stuff that happens in League of Legends, and that's what scares a lot of people off. And it's that kind of stuff sucks. But, like I said, definitely getting a lot better. Uh, especially with the newer games. The newer games are even making the mechanics a little bit more user-friendly. Uh, in the new game, there are different styles for each weapon, and you can freely jump which you definitely could not do before. You could only jump by, like, Zelda style by, like, running up to a ledge and jumping off of it. Um, and it, it's really cool. You can you can lock on to monsters now, for God's sakes. That, that could not happen before. Because, boy. And, you know, people who are monster hunter purists, quote-unquote, aren't really into a lot of these new changes. But it is one of those things where I think Capcom realizes that while monster hunter is extremely successful in japan they need to try to push it to a wider audience and one way they can do that is by adding these features and trying out new things and they do make it more accessible like in generations you can basically do the equivalent of super moves right and that seems very un monster hunter like but it adds another layer of depth to monster hunter on top of the many many it already has and it makes it so you can do something cool and flashy as well and i think i personally think that monster hunter generations the newest one on 3ds is the perfect perfect place for people to jump in if they have been on the fence and thinking about playing monster hunter but really never wanted to take the plunge but my thing is you gotta have the new Nintendo 3DS, the one that has the little analog nub, because that gives you something similar to dual analog stick control so that you can actually control the camera well, which is why I liked it on the Wii U. I still, I even went back and tried to play one of the PSP ones where it doesn't have the second analog stick, and man, can I not do that. Because, like, you can just keep tapping L to center the camera, but, like, that that shit is rough, man. I don't want to be doing that. Not at all. So yeah, I would say the new Nintendo 3DS is the way to go if you want to get into Monster Hunter now, That especially now that they're only coming out on the 3DS, it seems. 
possibly when the NX is announced, maybe we will uh, get some Monster Hunter on there because it'll theoretically be both a portable console and a home console, which would be very cool. I would be very into that idea. Um, and I think Monster Hunter is on the brink of a big change. Um, they've had mostly the same graphical style for a long time because they just add on a bunch of elements to a franchise that they already know is successful and focus a lot of the development on trying out like small new mechanical things or like making more monsters. Um, so it's never going to be like a graphical powerhouse, which I think is fine, but I do think that the, if it does end up being on NX, there will be a large graphical update, and that would be really cool. But once again, that's just speculation, and we'll have to wait and see for something like that if it actually does happen. Or who knows, maybe Monster Hunter 5 they'll, they'll put out on the 3DS again, which I would be fine with. But one of the things I think is weird is there are a lot of versions of Monster Hunter. So, like, the most recent one that came out is Monster Hunter Generations, and the one before that was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, one before that was 3 Ultimate. Now, I say that because they they only came out in the U.S. Monster Hunter is put out by Capcom, who also put out Street Fighter 2 back in the day, and as anyone who was alive back then may remember, there were a billion different versions of Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Ultimate Champion Mega Edition, and all the stupid, stupid names that ended up coming after it. And Monster Hunter has that in Japan, but not so much outside of Japan, because I believe that Capcom knows that they can get people to buy any iteration of Monster Hunter in Japan, but here they wait until the Ultimate version, which has more monsters and more content than the original, to put it out. So, while that is cool, I think it's also kind of a bummer, because what will most likely happen is Monster Hunter 5 will come out in Japan, and then a year or two later, everywhere else will get Monster Hunter 5 Ultimate, that's generally the way it happens, but it ends up being cool because I think if I ended up playing a Monster Hunter every year or every, like, eight months, I might burn out, but if I can play, like, four or five hundred hours of Monster Hunter, yeah, I know that sounds crazy, but that's how much I play, uh, four, hundred, four or five hundred hours of Monster Hunter, like, every couple years, I'm set with that. And that's one of the things that I talked with my friends who play Monster Hunter with about. We kind of burned out on Generations, the newest one, really quick. And that's because 4 Ultimate came out about a year ago now. But Ultimate 3 Ultimate came out like two, three years before 4 Ultimate. And so you have a big enough gap and you are hungry for that Monster Hunter again. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I love Monster Hunter so much. It's very rare for me now to play a game other than an RPG for more than, like, 50 hours, right? Usually I get burned out. Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, my save file right now, is at 600 hours, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Almost a thousand... Not almost a thousand, but close enough to a thousand. It was just crazy. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, I played for, I think, 300 hours. And this new one, I have... I believe I'm a little bit over the 100-hour mark. There's still more I gotta do, more I wanna play. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna have to take a break. Um, currently, I am playing God Eater 2, which is a Monster Hunter clone that is a little bit more arcade -y. Uh, which means it doesn't have a whole lot of animation priority and it's a little bit faster. And it's very anime uh, as opposed to a kind of like medieval 
prehistoric type look, I guess. Medieval and prehistoric aren't the same at all. I guess I have a hard time placing Monster Hunter's aesthetic. It's just kind of, like, primitive, cause, especially because they're just, like, using the monster parts to, like, make their villages and all that stuff. Uh, but it is very cool. God Eater 2 is cool, uh, and it's different, and it is actually the only Monster Hunter-like game that I am a fan of anymore. I used to like them a lot, uh, games that were like Monster Hunter, but not actually Monster Hunter, and then once I got into Monster Hunter, it ruined all of these other games for me, because now I'm like, man, I've had the real thing, I've gotten a real taste, I would rather play the real thing. God Eater is different enough and has enough of an actual story that I find it to be kind of compelling, but uh, ones like Tokiden, which is like the Asian demon fighting one that I was not a fan of, it's it's hard to go back to that kind of thing. So I'll stop rambling on about Monster Hunter at a general level, uh, but one last thing I will say is what really helped me get into it was this podcast... It's a video podcast on YouTube called My Fair Hunter, and it is um, this guy named Roy, who now works for 8-4 Play, actually. They help translate the Monster Hunter games, which is really cool. Uh, he was teaching his girlfriend, who is now his fiance, I believe, Sarah, how to play the game. So it was one of those things where he really loved it, and she was like, man, if you're going to talk about this stupid game all the time, you're just going to have to teach me how to play so we can experience it together. And it's him basically teaching her how to play and get good at it through, I believe, the Wii version of the game, which was original Monster Hunter Try. Uh, and it was really cool because he teaches her the basics. Like, she is starting from almost nothing. And watching that before I started to play the game myself actually helped out a ton. Um, and I was thinking, this this time I'm just going to, I'm, I'm done talking this, this week. But I was thinking that in the future I may have a couple of my friends on who play Monster Hunter. And we could talk about things that would be helpful to know as a beginner. Or things that we thought were hard to learn at first. And maybe go a little bit more in depth as to how the battle system works. How breaking parts of monsters work. Specific monsters and things like that. Uh, so if that's something you'd be interested in, then we, we could do something like that. But this, this time I just wanted to talk at a general level about why I personally like Monster Hunter and why I ended up getting into it. Because a lot of people ask when I say, like, yeah, I'm hyped for the new Monster Hunter. They're like, ew, why? And it's because it's dope. The, th the thrill of the hunt, man. And it's fun. And so that'll do it for this episode, episode 19. Thank you for listening. As always, I have to mention that our theme song is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, an excellent chiptune band. You should really check them out. They've got some killer stuff out there. But that's all I've got for this episode. I will see you next time. Peace out.